Welcome back to another episode of Woman's Career Corner. If you don't remember, I'm one of your hosts, Millie Bjork, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sadie Burke. If it's your first time listening to our podcast, we're so happy to have you. We're aiming to help young girls make college and career choices by interviewing various types of successful women. Thanks, Millie, for the brief intro. Why don't we jump right into today's show? I'd like to introduce today's amazing guest, Allison Lewis. Allison, thank you so, so much for joining us. To get things started, Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Of course, we're so excited. To get things started, would you mind giving us a quick crash course on what you do? Yeah, so I work in the investment management industry, which is uh, an area of finance that specializes in um, helping people to um, maximize their their wealth. So whether it's people planning for retirement or um, just investing in general, that's the, the industry that I'm in. And the specific area that I work in um, is the mutual fund um, and investment management industry where we invest um, in stocks uh, for that, that roll up into a fund. Um, and then that's something that you would buy in your retirement account or your brokerage account. And so I research stocks for a living. Um, and, and the final product would be something that you would hopefully buy and invest in. Awesome. Thank you so much for that description. Um, before we dive into specific questions as to how you decided to pursue a career in finance, would you mind telling us just a bit more about your background? Um, that can include anything from how you grew up or things that shaped you into the professional woman you are today. Yeah, so I got interested in business when I was in high school, like you guys. Um, when I was applying to colleges, that's uh, that's something that I specifically wanted to target. Um, so the school that I chose, uh, the University of Michigan, had a really good business school that I was aspiring to get into and luckily did. Um, when I became a freshman at Michigan, I joined an investment club called Michigan Interactive Investments, and that's where you know I started to get interested in the stock market and investing in general. Um, I also had a, my, my dad worked in the industry, so I had an awareness um, of it from that standpoint as well. And so when I was, uh, you know, looking for internships and so forth, um, and as a junior in college, I was focused much more on investment management, wealth management, um, whereas a lot of others were kind of looking at investment banking, sales and trading, et cetera. So um, I really, you know, knew that I wanted to focus on that specific area. Um, just because I thought the stock market was a lot of fun and um, and then also just kind of helping people maximize their own uh, wealth and returns as well. Totally. And that's kind of the perfect segue into what we wanted to talk about next. So attending the University of Michigan, that's a relatively large university. And we just kind of wanted to ask about what it was like navigating a social life and forming relationships with your professors and other students and like finding all of these opportunities that you talk about. Yeah, I mean, I think the great thing about a large school is that it's large, but that also you can make it as small as you want. And so whether it be joining a club or a sorority or fraternity, um, what was nice about Michigan is the Greek population was, I think, you know, 15 percent. So it wasn't something you had to do necessarily to to make friends And some universities. That's different. um, And and there's nothing nothing right or wrong about that. It's just kind of emphasize the diversity of things you could get involved in. at that school. So there's just, there's so many clubs and people from all over. Um, so it's, it's really easy to kind of make that big school seem a lot smaller. Um, but once you get there, it's definitely a little bit daunting. Yeah, totally. Um, 
So sort of to switch gears into your professional life, um, having a career in finance and presumably being around uh, very um, successful people, do you find that there's specific attributes or characteristics in the people that you see have had the most success and the people that really enjoy what they do? Yeah, I think I think to be successful at you know investing in in anything, um, especially the stock market, is just being very curious about the world. Um, sounds kind of simple, but um, you know just having an open mind and wanting to learn, you know, helps you to be good at it. So it's not just like you know you go into a Chipotle and you're like, oh, there's a new menu item. Oh, they're charging more for it than other things. Um, maybe they can make more money that way. And so it's kind of Mm -hmm. like taking this everyday life observations and going down little rabbit holes to try and understand if, if that could help um, the company and the stock, you know, perform better. Um, And so I think just, you know, you can, there's never a shortage of things you can read and learn about. And I think that to to be successful in this career, you have to want to do that and and enjoy it and be interested in it. Yeah, for sure. That's a really good point. Um, it's hard to find success in a career that you don't really have a passion for. And so when you can find something that you love, I think that can be really beneficial. Yeah. Um, and to focus in on your work in finance, what do you find is the most gratifying part of your job? Um, okay. So, so I think it's very gratifying to kind of see your predictions play out. So, you know, we're making yeah. predictions about the future more or less um, and what we think is going to transpire. And when you see that happen, and to see other uh, people buy into it, which would be shown in the stock price going up, that's very mm-hmm. rewarding. Um, it's a it's a profession where you're you know if you're right sixty percent of the time you're considered good, so you're you're mm-hmm. wrong a lot, and that's you know a challenge that you kind of have to face as well. But that makes it kind of when you're right very gratifying and kind of can offset those times when you're wrong, which are many. Totally. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely a really interesting part of your job and would definitely add to the fun of it, sort of having these predictions and waiting to see whether you're right or wrong. Um, to switch gears a little and focus on your experience as a woman, what challenges did you face on your path to becoming um, a woman in finance? And do you still notice these challenges today? Yeah, it's um, it's definitely a male-dominated industry and, yeah. and one that's trying to you know, have more diversity in it. Um, and I think what's challenging is that that needs to start with, you know, people, people your age getting interested, you know, for someone applying for a job, for someone who's, you know, 30 years old, you know, the people are in the industry and in the industry. So for me, it's about getting the pipeline of people who are interested at a much younger age and, and a much better awareness of the industry and, and why it's fun. Um, and so, you know, as that's, that's, how I think you could potentially solve it, but what are, what the challenges are is that you are, you know, a minority in the mm-hmm. field. And, um, you know, I think that the industry certainly gotten better, but there are, you know, some more aggressive people out there that, you know, might talk over you, you, you know, you have to probably assert yourself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I, I've never had a, a, you know, blatantly negative experience. I've always worked with, uh, I've been I've been the only woman on my team a few times and have had nothing but respect from those individuals. But I've certainly been in conferences or meetings where I didn't feel that way, and um, and it can be frustrating. Yeah, 
And on a similar note with the theme of sort of overcoming challenges, um, and this might, you might have to think about this question for a little bit, but we were just wondering what your biggest failure in your career has been so far and how you overcame it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, so I think with, with our career, like your successes and failures are measured constantly because the stock market's, you know, yeah. active. And For so sure. uh, I'd say probably my biggest failures have been it, it, definitely with stocks I've gotten wrong. And I can probably tie together a theme that has happened with all of them. And a lot of it's just not adjusting to new information that's come to me and being, you know, somewhat, you know, anchoring to my beliefs and not processing new information or taking a step back and re-looking at it with fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some of those cases, I've asked someone else, like, can you look at this for me? I'm, you know, I'm too stuck in this thing. I can't. Yeah. I'm not thinking about it. And so this, the mistakes have generally been when I've convinced myself that that something's there that isn't there yeah yeah totally I've definitely seen that in high school even just like getting a different set of eyes just to sort of start things over I guess um on a different note what would you say or who would you say has been your biggest mentor in your life and had the greatest influence on you um you know I I think in in this career it's uh there's probably two, I think one's my dad, because I did become aware of this profession, you know, through him. Um, and so he was always kind of a guidepost and sounding board for me. Yeah. Um, you know, and as I was thinking about schools and jobs and so forth, um, and, and is still someone I ask questions about today. Um, yeah. and then, uh, you know, one of the instructors at the graduate school program that I went to, which was specifically targeted for people who wanted to go into, you know, investment analysis, investment management. Um, I just learned so much in that first year. And I think it, it really prepared me, I should say both years, not the first year. And it really prepared me well to enter the industry um, and know like a little bit about what I was doing instead of um, being completely blind. So, um, so I'd say, yeah, I mean, I think to the extent when you're, talking to, to people or your edu- educators and so forth, you know, they can be really great people to rely on while you're in school, but also once you're out, you, you know, could certainly reach out to them, you know, yeah. for years to come. Yeah. That's cool. important is forming the connections you make in um, at your university or even in high school that can sort of help you throughout your life. It doesn't necessarily end once you leave a school. And I think that's important to remember as we leave high school, um, the world can seem pretty overwhelming, but you'll always sort of have those roots that you've developed. Um, So in closing, we would really appreciate any general thoughts you might have as we young women contemplate potential career choices. So is there anything you'd like to leave us with or any advice that you've learned um, throughout your life that has been really important to you? Yeah, I mean, I think I think be brave and step out of your comfort zone. If it's something you're truly interested in, don't let, you know, I'm the only girl or there's another woman in this field or they're not going to accept me um, deter you, I think. I think definitely be brave and go forward and do what you're passionate about. Um, I think it's also important to be there for one another um, and to not, not just women helping women, but I think broadly, you know, helping with diversity and inclusion um, helps everyone. And that goes for men as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think 
you know, yeah, just not letting stuff deter you doing what you want and then helping everyone else along the way. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for being with us today and being so generous with your time and your perspective. It has been really fun and so, so helpful. Yeah, thank you guys. This has been fun. Yes, thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners for listening to another episode. And just a reminder, if you like what you heard, please rate us on wherever you're listening to this on and tell your friends about our podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Women's Career Corner and on Twitter at woman's underscore cc and you guys can leave any questions or suggestions that you have for us Uh, thank you so much for listening again and we hope you've gained a bit of insight and perspective until next time this is woman's career corner